Hi friends, welcome to episode seven of the Project Stay Alive podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and today you're going to meet my friend, Sabi. Sabi is a photographer, editor, and an aspiring filmmaker from Uruguay. While she has always had an interest in mental health, her journey really began two and a half years ago when she started a relationship with her current boyfriend who happens to struggle with anxiety. As she's dealt with his struggles and realized the big effect that they had on herself, she has had to learn how to validate her own feelings and care for herself so that she could provide better support to her boyfriend. Along the way, she realized how much easier her journey would have been if she's had a community of support of people who are going through similar things. This prompted her to create the mental health adjacent community. Her project was born in an attempt to provide others the support she wished she had had throughout the relationship and generate a positive impact on people's lives. Thanks for listening, and I can't wait for you to meet Sabby. All right, Sabby, welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm really happy to be here. I am so excited to have you here. I love that um, my friend Vreda, who you met, I think, through Facebook or social media, invited you to be on my podcast I think it's so cool how people kind of get connected that way yes absolutely um I met her through Facebook and we've been working together and she's amazing she is shout out to Verita if you're listening okay uh let's do the warm-up questions are you ready yes okay tell everyone who you are what you do and why you care about mental health uh, my name is Sabi. I'm from Uruguay. Um, I don't know if many people know that, but that's a very little country in South America in between Argentina and Brazil. Um, I'm a communication student, specifically audiovisual communication. Um, I'm a photographer, an editor, and an aspiring filmmaker. And the reason I care about mental health is because I've been in a relationship for two years and a half with someone that struggles with mental health. And I realized that um, it's um, something that affects the people in their lives as well. And I think it's a discussion that's worth having. Awesome, definitely. Well, we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, And I wanna hear all about everything that you're doing. So tell me a little bit about the community that you're um, planning to start online? Yes. Um, So the community, it's called the Mental Health Adjacent Community. And it's basically a place that I'm hoping will become a safe space for people, like I mentioned, that have loved ones in their lives struggling with any sort of mental health issues or mental illness, where they can come together, support each other, share their experiences. And also just know that there are other people out there that are going through the same things. Um, What I've realized is that it's not something that's easy to talk about, especially because you're not the one struggling. So a lot of people feel like they can't talk about it or don't have who to talk about it with. So this is kind of a place where we can all come together and um, help each other out, maybe share what we found works, what we find doesn't work. Ideally, someday I want to have some professionals in the group as well that can um, give advice on how to deal with certain situations. I love it. That is so cool. So, yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, just that um, I love it too, and I really do hope um, 
people will find their way to it because I really want it to be something that generates um, positive impact in as many lives as possible. Yeah, definitely. I think just having a space to be able to be authentically yourself, right? Like one of the things that I've come to the conclusion with about Project Stay Alive is that, of course, I want this to be you know, wide reaching, but if it just has an impact on one person's life, that that's, that's going to be enough for me. Yes, absolutely. And also, um, while it is uh, mainly for people that have loved ones struggling with mental health, if you are struggling yourself, you're also more than invited to join. I think, um, we have a lot of to learn from these people and they can also learn to relegate information to their loved ones. So it's not an exclusive kind of thing. Everyone is welcome. Oh, cool. Okay, so mostly being designed for people who are supporting uh, a family member or a friend or a partner with mental health struggles, but that those who have struggles themselves can join. Absolutely, yes. I mean, it's all about support, and if you feel like this is a place where you can find the support you need, then by all means, come join. Cool. Okay, so tell us what this looks like, your mental health adjacent um, community. Where can people find this? How are you starting it? What are you doing? Right. Um, so right now, I have my Instagram, which is where I share my personal story and um, a little bit about my personal struggles. And um, mental health adjacent community, right now, it's only a Facebook group. This is the first step because I just started it. But I do hope that as more people get involved, it can grow. Uh, I'm hoping to start a podcast about it soon. Um, and also want to hopefully create some more things and more resources. But as of right now, as it starts off, it's just a Facebook group. Um, it's uh, The name is Mental Health Adjacent Community. Awesome. Um, for everybody listening, I'll make sure to build into the show notes the links to both Sabby's Facebook um, group and her Instagram handle so you know where to go um, to get started looking at these things. So, Sabby, I want to hear more about the community that you're looking to build, but would you just tell us a bit about your own personal journey supporting? Um, you mentioned your boyfriend with mental health. You don't have to tell us all about his life, but just kind of what it's been like for you to... Um, be in a relationship where someone struggles yes so um, this was the very first to start off it was my very first relationship ever so that in itself had its own um, difficulties for me but also um, it was my first time dealing with someone close to me that had um, struggles with mental health I've had friends but not someone like in my direct family so it was um, very new to me. And as we got further into the relationship and he started dealing with his issues, because when we first started dating, he was just on medication. Then he started going to therapy. So all of this stuff started coming up for him. And what I realized in our relationship is once we were done with that very first stage where everything is perfect, mm-hmm. um, we started having issues like any relationship does. And a lot of the time I felt like I couldn't get upset or like there was no place for me to have any sort of negative feelings because if I tried to talk about what I was not doing well with, he would get upset. And it felt like it was more important for him to not get upset than me Mm -hmm. because he's the one with the struggles. 
So I kind of just started avoiding <laughs> any sort of negative feelings that I was having. And I tried to pretend like everything was great all the time. And it got to a point where I was just like bottling bottling everything inside. So I would just like be very irritable and everything would bother me. So it was really counterproductive because I was trying to be okay all the time, but doing so was making me more prone to be upset. So um, then I started trying to address um, what was happening to me, but then whenever I tried, um, if he got upset, I would immediately kind of like push aside what I was trying to say and just try to make him not upset and we would make each other upset and it was just, everything was very chaotic, so. I guess it's just been a process of understanding that we're all, we're both going to have times where we're not okay, and that's fine. But I also needed to learn how to validate my own feelings and understand that even though I don't particularly struggle with mental health, I still have a right to not be fine all the time, and I still have a right to get upset and have negative feelings sometimes. But it's important to deal with them when they happen rather than just put, try to push them aside all the time because that's not going to end well. Yeah, it sounds like you have come to some very profound conclu- conclusions. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, like, like I mentioned, it's been two years and a half, so it's all been a process. And I mean, it's not like, it, like I still struggle with it. And it's still like a, a constant thing that needs to be worked on. But I feel like, with experience you start getting better at it yeah I um I had a relationship once with someone who had a lot of anxiety and I remember having anxiety about the anxiety does that ring a bell to you like yes yeah definitely I I once googled if um depression and anxiety were contagious Mm -hmm. because I was feeling so drained by having to constantly put my feelings on hold for somebody else that I I began to wonder if I could like catch it yeah 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 and it's like the goal isn't to diminish your feelings right it's 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 to be supportive of the other person while still recognizing that you're a human with all of your own struggles and feelings and thoughts and emotions going on and that the two of them can co- coincide, but it takes a long time to get there. Exactly, yeah. Um, I mean, everyone's feelings are valid, but um, when you are with someone that struggles with mental health and you don't, you feel like you're, at least for me, I felt like my feelings were less valid because mm-hmm. I wasn't the one struggling and I didn't want to make him upset because he is indeed um, struggling. But that's kind of why I wanted to make this community because I realized that if I had a, had a place like this throughout my journey and I had been able to put my thoughts out there and have people tell me, like, it's a, like what you're feeling is normal, but you need to understand that your feelings are valid and you also need to be able to take care of yourself in order to better support the other person, then my journey would have been a lot easier. And that's what I want to do for other people. I want to make their journey easier. Totally. My wife could probably really benefit from joining your group. She's more than welcome to do so. We'd love to have her. Yeah, that's some, one of the things that we've talked about a lot because I really struggle with my mental health. And um, I know she sometimes says or feels like that same situation of she she struggles to talk about her feelings because my feelings are so big that she feels like they take over sometimes. So it's just this 
constant discussion we're having about how, you know, her feelings and thoughts are just as valid as mine, even if they aren't as extreme or aren't as um, uh, difficult or per I perceive them to be difficult, whereas, you know, they're still equally as yeah. difficult just in her own way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all human. We all have feelings and we all have emotions and we all have our own issues as well. So I think the main thing about a relationship is uh, to have an open communication. And so it's really important to be able to address everybody's issues in it because like, you want everybody to be okay. A relationship shouldn't be about one person. It should be about all the people involved. And I say all the people because I don't think it necessarily has to be just two people. But, I mean, it, it, it goes both ways. So everybody needs to be able to feel comfortable to talk about what they're feeling. Totally. I love it. So what does your boyfriend think about this community that you're creating? Well, um, I've told him a little bit about it. And... I know he feels like I have, like, it's my story, so I should be able to tell it. Yeah. Um, we, he's not in social networks. Like, he doesn't have an Instagram or a Facebook or anything. So, um, he kind of lets me do my own thing. I think he understands I need to find my own ways to cope, and that's okay. So. That's awesome. It sounds like he's super supportive then. Yeah, he, he's definitely very supportive. Uh, in everything I do, actually, so I really appreciate that. Okay, how did you guys meet? This is too cute. <laughs> so, um, he's also in, into filmmaking. He's actually a sound designer, and he's currently studying audiovisual engineering. So, we actually met at work. Uh, we were in a... It was an online web series that never actually came to be. But we met there um, because we were both working on it. And then we got together after it had finished um, during the director's birthday party. That's awesome. How fun is that? Yeah. Okay. It, it, it has been a ride. Yeah. Yeah, aren't they all? Okay, so tell me exactly what is a mental health adjacent? Like, this is a beautiful kind of catchy title, but what exactly does that mean to you? Yes. So I came up with um, mental health adjacent when trying to describe exactly what my position was, like why was I making this group, who was I making it for, and so I thought the word adjacent was perfect because you're not just a supporter and you're not just an ally or someone that's trying to raise awareness because when you're sharing your life with someone that has mental health, you are affected by their um, mental health struggles as well and you're in the struggle with them. So that's why I thought adjacent was the right word because adjacent means like you're next to and that you're joined in that thing. So because I do truly believe that you're joined in the struggle with them and you sometimes get the consequences of it as well um, that you're mental health adjacent. Yeah, that is so beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So tell us a bit about what you have learned about supporting other people through your relationship with your boyfriend. It sounds like you, you know that supporting yourself is equally as important as trying to provide support to him. Tell me a little bit about how you came to that conclusion or that journey. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
if you're just trying to support someone, but you're not taking care of yourself, you're, you, you're just going to drain yourself of all the energy you have. And that's not good because you're going to get in a really dark place yourself. So I, what I've learned is that I need to be able to take care of myself first. Like I need to be in a good place to be able to fully support him and do it in the right way. Because you don't want to do it because you feel like you have to, or you don't want to do it just out of, um, obligation because that's that's gonna kind of really put pressure on the bond and so what i because it's it's what happened to me it got to a point where i just didn't feel right in in the relationship because i was pouring so much into it and i wasn't taking care of myself and i wasn't respecting my emotions and my feelings so that's that's when I, when I realized that I need I need to be able to take care of myself. I need to be okay myself. And not to be selfish, but the contrary, to be in a good place where I can help the other person from that place of stability so that I can actually be there to support them, but still not, like, drain myself of all the energy I have. Yeah. So one of the things that I ask, other people and that I ask myself, um, and, and I do it because they struggle with how to answer it. So I think you have to have a pretty good idea of who you are, but do you know what you look like when you're doing well? Um, well, I, I think I do. I mean, I think now I'm doing well, Yeah. but because I know what I've been like when I wasn't doing well, Yep. like I've never, I've never gotten to the point when I was depressed, but I've had some really bad moments like moments where I wasn't happy with myself moments where all I could do was concentrate on the things I wish that were on that should have been but and so I wasn't really living the moment or enjoying what all the things I do have in my life um I actually talk a little bit about it on one of my most recent social media posts that you can't always put your focus on the things you wish that were or your expectations or your ideals because you're you're just missing out on what you already have and in most cases what you already have is already precious and really valid so right now I think right now I'm doing well and it's because I'm just really thankful of everything I have and I really try to be present in the moment um, as much as I can be I love it. Yeah, the reason I ask is because I know I know now what I look like when I'm well, and so I'm more easily able to spot when I'm not well because I'm not those things. And then I start to build in, you know, different interventions for myself. So that's always a really interesting question that I like to ask people is like, okay, so if you're doing well, what does what does wellness look like for you? Because it's going to be different for everybody. Yes, and I think it's even different for us at different moments in our lives. Totally. Because as we grow, we have different needs, and it also depends on what point in our lives we, we are at. We may also have different needs. So, I mean, we're always evolving as people. So I think it's really important to stay in touch with yourself as much as possible. And if you need help, get it. Like, I've, I've been to therapy before. I don't think you necessarily need to have a mental illness or be struggling with mental health on a very deep level to go to therapy I think it, it can be helpful for everybody I know I've done so and it was really really 
really helpful and it's what helped me learn how to be okay and what I look like when I'm well so that I know when I'm not totally I love it I'm a huge a huge therapy lover I go all the time every week yeah, um, well, I, I haven't been in a while because I finished on the process I needed to finish with yeah. therapy, but I do I do think it's a great thing. I think it's something everybody should do at least once in their lives because, I mean, we all live and we're all human, and as humans, we're prone to be to deal with some sort of trauma at some point or another, and I really think therapy is the healthiest way to deal with it. Yeah, totally. So tell me a little bit about the things that you do to take care of yourself. You mentioned that there's been times where you weren't taking care of yourself and you felt kind of burnt out or, um, uh, you know, what, whatever feelings you had. But now that you are taking care of yourself, what makes you feel really, um, you know, fulfilled and energized and alive? What are those things that you do? Well, the main thing is just really to listen to myself, to know when maybe I need to be alone or maybe I need to um, hang out with my friends more or just like really try to listen to what not only my body but my mind needs. I know like I'm in that weird spot in between extrovert and introvert so I really like being around people but sometimes like my social quota runs out and I just really need to be on my own. So being trying to be as aware as possible of where I'm at, what I need, and also just taking time to myself. Um, sometimes you spoil yourself, whether you get like a really nice meal or you just take yourself out or whatever. Those are really like you want to take care of yourself. You want to be okay with yourself. You want to t- look after your health. You want to try to eat as healthy as you can to work out. Those are all things like not just they're not just good physically because that's not the main aspect of it but they do help your mental health and you they help you be okay and I think that's important because the more care you put in yourself the better you feel about yourself so those are those are definitely very key things um and also well in my relationship I try to really address my feelings when I get them, even if they're negative and even if they're they're gonna make us go through a not so comfortable moment when we deal with them, it's better to address them when they happen rather than ignore them and let them come up at some other point. Yeah, totally. That has been really hard for me to learn. Yeah, for me too. So tell me a little bit more about the community. So what can people expect to find when they go to any of your social media um, handles or pages? Well, on my Instagram, they're going to find a lot about my journey and my story. I'm trying, it's been hard, but I'm trying to really open up and share everything I've been through, what I've learned, sometimes what I still have to learn. And I do ask questions and I invite everybody to engage in the conversation because that's what I'm trying to do, start a conversation. But it's all very from my perspective. Whereas on the Facebook group, I'm trying to make that a place for everybody else. I want it to be a safe space where everybody feel like they can share their stories and talk about anything that they need to talk about. So because it's so new, like, it just started 
right now on um, what I've done, I only made one post aside from the introduction one, which is kind of like a prompt for everybody to introduce themselves. But um, my idea is kind of to post different prompts that invite people to share their stories, share their struggles, share what they've learned, share their questions. But it's also super open, so anybody can feel free to just go in the group and post whatever they have on their mind or whatever they're currently struggling with. And hopefully everybody else will tip in to try and help because that's what the community is about. It's about creating support and being there for one another in whatever way we can. So it's really just hopefully it will become a safe space where everybody feels can be their true self and just share whatever it is that they feel they need to share and maybe they don't have anywhere else to do it. Cool. So like if I was dating someone who maybe was seeming depressed or something, I could go to this Facebook page and say, I noticed that my partner isn't interested in like leaving the house anymore. Can anyone offer support? Absolutely. Yes. Um, like I mentioned before, it's still very new, but I'm hoping that at some point we'll be able to get professionals in there so that you can, they can also tell you like if you if you notice certain things and you ask a question there then you'll be able to get a more informed opinion because um well me personally and everybody else in the group right now we're we're just speaking from our personal experience but we don't have any formal education in the matter Mm -hmm. so i do hope that very soon we'll have people that are formed in that and they can give you a more certain idea of what the person in your life may be going through and what are the things that you can do to help um from a more scientific point of view let's say cool I love that that future goal that you have um with bringing in kind of mental health professionals I think that's a great idea yeah absolutely um that's definitely the goal and like you mentioned uh I do have a lot of very big goals that in that are um they're all about curating spaces where people can interact with professionals to get the help they need um to support the other person but i mean it's very it's a baby project i have very very big goals for for it as it grows um so hopefully people will get involved and they will be present so that i can continue to grow it and make it as helpful as possible for the people that need it yeah that's awesome you should totally think about using your um, videography experience and making it like a, um, like inviting people to do, I don't know, video blogs or something about their stories. That would be so cool. Yes. I actually like one of those very big goals I mentioned, um, more in the future is, um, I want to be a producer specifically. So I want to use the stories that people share and that they're okay with it, of course, to do documentaries, but also fictional films based on some of the things that get shared because I am a big believer that um, film is one of the way we educate people in today's society and visibility is very important and the right kind of visibility not just any like stereotypical visibility so hopefully someday I will be able to tell the stories that get shared through both documentary and fictional films yeah that is so cool I can't wait to see what you do yeah, it's really it's really exciting. This is a project I really want to put everything into. I really believe in it, and I really think it can 
do a lot of positive positive things and at the end of the day that's what I want to do I want to change the world for the better so I, I have very big goals in mind yeah well it sounds to me like you're going to do that and again if you I really believe if you just impact one person you know positively one time that you've already made a difference so you're you're already well on your path my friend <laughs> thank you Okay, is there anything else you want to tell us and listeners about your mental health adjacent community before we do the closing questions? Um, just to have them come join. Um, it really is open for anybody and everybody that thinks they can benefit from it. Um, it's not exclusive at all. It's open for everybody. It's completely free. And I really wanted to make, to make it a place that helps people. So please join please come be a part of it. We, I want you to get the help you need through it. I love it. And again, everybody go to the show notes. You'll be able to get links directly to her page. You can follow and interact with her on Instagram and you can follow and interact in the Facebook mental health adjacent community. Yes. All right. Let's do some closing questions. Awesome. Yeah. Tell me one thing that you have coming up that you are looking forward to. Well, I'm currently writing my thesis, and I've been in school for the last six years, so Ah. I'm really excited to turn that in and get my degree and be done with it. Uh, Yeah, what's your degree going to be in? Uh, It's audiovisual communication. Um, So the way degrees work in Uruguay, it's a little bit different than it does in the States. It's just a bachelor's degree, but we still have to do a thesis. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm really excited. (laughs) Yeah, they sure make you work hard for a bachelor's degree there. Yeah, they do. They really do. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be four years, but um, I started in the States, and then I moved back home, and I had already done two years, but then I did another year in another school, and then I changed schools again. So I've never failed a class. I've never <laughs> had bad sports in a class, but it's still taken me, like, six years, like, with full, full-time studying, so... I know so many people that are in that boat, so don't even feel bad about it. But what are you going to do when you graduate? Well, I like my wish is to move away. Um, The thing about my country is that it doesn't really have much of a film industry. Mm -hmm. It's still like very new, and I really want to do film. And ideally, I wanted to I want to do it in English. Yeah. So what I'm planning right now, I mean, it's still it's all still in the works. But hopefully, I will be moving to Australia for six months. Oh wow! And yeah, and do some work there, and then I don't know what what comes next. Uh, but also, I just really want to really like right now. I'm splitting my attention in between my thesis and building the community. But hopefully, once I finish my thesis, I can put like my one hundred percent into building the community and getting to all these other goals I have for it. Totally. Well, I'm so excited for you and congratulations in advance for finishing that thesis. Those are hard, hard, hard. Yes. Yes, it really is. Okay. What is one thing that you want people to know about mental health? That it's okay. Like I, there's such a stigma and well, not so much today, but for so long it has been such a taboo. And I mean, it's okay. It's natural. It happens. There's nothing wrong about it. People are not less than because they struggle with mental health and we can all help. Like we can, we can be there for, 
someone else and it's going to be okay like if you're struggling know that you're going to be okay that you can get through it and there are gonna be better days if you have people in your life that are struggling know that it, there's nothing wrong with it because of it it's something natural it's something that happens the human brain is a very complex thing and it, it, it happens it's okay like don't be afraid to talk about it talking about it can save lives so please please talk about it as openly as possible and if you need the, if you need any sort of help go and get it because it's really really important and it will save someone's lives if you get the help necessary at the right time definitely everybody listening don't feel afraid to talk about your authentic and true experience Yes, and if you feel like you have no one in your circle that you can talk about it, then find the resources of online. Thankfully, today there are a lot of places you can go and talk. There's my group, there's this project, there's there's so many resources out there. So if you really feel like no one in your circle would understand, just go online and find someone online you can talk to. Yeah. All right, last question. Sabi, give us one reason to stay alive today. Because life is beautiful and you matter and you are you were put in this earth to make the best of your life but also to make an impact and you can make an impact. So just stay stay for the people that love you. I promise there are people out there that love you even if it doesn't feel like way that way and you're valuable. So be, be yourself, and that's more than enough, and enjoy it. Sabi, thank you so much for your time. I want you to know that you've made an impact with me today, and I can't wait for everybody to hear this episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and it does really mean the world that I've made an impact on you today. I'll see you later. Bye.